Well, always my pleasure to catch up with Jim Minter, Purdue Ag Economist at the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture. Something that's really key for us to be talking about right now as we move into harvest and we begin to think about how we're going to market this. Jim, thanks for joining me this morning. You wrote something online at the website that says, Midsummer is an excellent time to reassess your farm's financial position. You've come out with a tool that I want you to explain to our farmers called the Purdue Crop Cost and Return Guide. Tell us how that works and why it's important for farmers to get in and have a look at that thing. Well, the opportunity to talk about this is really pretty timely because Purdue's had a cost and return guide for decades in paper form. And recently, my colleague, Michael Langemeyer, transferred that to a spreadsheet. And now you can use it on an ongoing basis to make updates to your own cost of production. We've always encouraged people to look at the Purdue crop budget as just a template and then to plug in your own values and compute your own break-evens. The spreadsheet really makes that easy to do. So it's an Excel tool. When you download it from our website, and as as Rob just mentioned, it's available by a click from the front page. And when you open it up, you know, it's got several different opportunities there in terms of what you're looking at. Are you growing continuous corn? Are you growing rotation corn, rotation soybeans? Maybe some double crop soybeans coming along behind that. So you can look at those individual enterprises and then you can plug it in. You know, what did I pay, for example, anhydrous ammonia? What'd you pay for 1034-0? What'd you pay for DAP? potash, so on down the line, sulfur, lime, et cetera. Plug those prices in, then how much you spent per acre. So and literally take the bills you paid, right? Plug those in. And then when you get to the herbicides, we kind of keep that one simple. We don't get into all the individual products, but we let you come back and say, this is how much I spent on my corn herbicide per acre. This is how much I spent on my soybean herbicide. And then on the output side, do the computations for you. And you can start looking at what your costs are and what your break even is on a per bushel basis. I think one of the really uh, important takeaways is this is actually specific to your farm, your values, everything that you put into it. And it's going to give you a better grip on your break even prices so that you begin to put together a marketing plan that is maybe more accurate than you could get any other way? Well, one of the keys to a marketing plan is to know what your cost is on a per bushel basis. And a lot of us kind of have a number in mind, but truthfully, at this point in the year, the number you have in your head might not match up with reality. (laughs) And that's especially true this year because of the variability with respect to what we wound up paying for some of those inputs. And the spreadsheet just makes it easy to do, right? And we're also at the point in time in the year where You know, back in January, February, March, when you were laying out your plans, at that point, you were going with probably your crop insurance yields, your 10-year averages, right? So at this point, you can update that because you've been scouting your fields. You got a little better grip on where you're at. You know, you might want to update them again here in a month or so as, as the combines start to roll. But you're going to be a lot more accurate with what your actual cost per bushel produced is. Yeah. That will help you identify profitable opportunities. The, the ability to forecast commodity markets is pretty tough, as we both know, right? <laughs> well, so the, the, the challenge is to identify profitable opportunities and take advantage of that on a portion of your production, because yeah. that's what risk management is all about. It's about this idea that we don't know what's going to happen in the future, but you do know what you've got invested, and you can make that comparison and say, hey, if I sell today, I've got a pretty good return. And one of the other things that's going to help you be profitable, you and I have talked about this before, but the Purdue Crop Basis Tool. Well, you know, when you get to a harvest and you've got some of those bushels that are not going to go into on 
on-farm storage. Paying attention to bases is pretty important at that point. And that's especially true this year. The basis has been wild, and they're probably going to continue to be wild here for the next few weeks until we see uh, the new crop start to roll in. And the tool, just for the listeners that haven't looked at it, we get all the cash prices that DTN has in their database. We've got data in there for, obviously, Indiana, but we also have data for Michigan and Ohio, uh, as well as Illinois. And you can look at regional basis information across those various states. So, for example, in your part of the state, for both corn and soybeans, you can look at nearby basis or you can look at basis computed off of one of the deferred futures contracts and kind of monitor how things are tracking out during the course of the year. Since we do a regional, the basis numbers that we're going to report on the charts that are on the website probably won't match an individual elevator, but it will give you a pretty good impression of what's the average basis in your part of the state. And that gives you some intuition in terms of what's going to happen. Is the basis looking pretty strong? Is it looking weak? Looking at the chart on my website right now, we've got a blue line on there, which is the average for the last several years. And then the black line is what's taking place this year. So you can compare how basis is going this year versus history with basis this summer. You know, we had some periods where we were looking at some weaker basis. And then here more recently, as the availability of supplies and storage on farms has really tightened up, the basis <laughs> yeah. bids have gotten stronger. stronger and so, yeah. yeah, that's that opportunity, right? And, yeah. and if you're on a day-to-day basis, it's been wild at individual locations. <laughs> yeah. You look at individual processors, ethanol plants, et cetera, they're short bought. So there's really some opportunities. And I guess I'll just tell a story real quick, Rob. We did a workshop a while back and we surveyed the farmers at the workshop. And the farmers at the workshop told us that basis in their region didn't change much from week to week or month to month or year to year. (laughs) And working with the basis tool demonstrates that's simply not true. And so paying attention to basis is really pretty important. That's that's one aspect of how you can earn a return for your storage facility. Well, yeah, when you saw some of those basis levels this year that were like over a dollar, that helps you get very healthy very quick. Jim, it is always a pleasure to catch up with you. Uh, Jim Mintert, Purdue Ag Economist at the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture. Jim, thanks so much for your time. Always appreciate it. Podcasts by Federated Media.